Master Chief finally takes his helmet off, and his face is just your Microsoft avatar underneath. It's just the, like, shitty Xbox 360-era, like, monkey that you've had for 15 years. That was beautiful. Thank you. It was really a prolonged role. Yeah, I usually don't draw it out that long. And it is going to be confusing when the listener comes into experience this because I always cut out the goes. Maybe I should, mm-hmm. maybe I should keep them in sometime. We'll peek behind the curtain. Yeah, just, <laughs> if there's ever a, a BTS of video game potimism, just do all the goes. Yeah. Just in one, one line. <laughs> a supercut go? A go supercut? Yeah, a supercut or just all of them at the same time. <laughs> the displeasurable listening experience, yeah, I am it would sure. Be the opposite of good. <laughs> But interesting, right? Are you coming here to be entertained? Are you coming here to to flex your brain with the pod to miss yeah. and see how we how we do things behind the curtain, behind the veil of chase? Challenge your expectations. Yeah, challenge your expectations with Chuck Butby. That's master of the internet. Somebody's going to come and this is going to be their first episode and they are going to think that my real name is Chuck Butby. Dude, you know, props to you if you got this far in life having the name Chuck Butby. <laughs> Sorry to all my real life Chuck Butbys out there. <laughs> I'm sure there's okay. Hold on. Can you give me the over, gonna, can you give me the, the over, over under? under on there being a real Chut Butby out there in the world somewhere? Oh my god! Like the odds of there being a real Chut Butby? Yeah, of of there being a possible Chut Butby in existence. I'm giving that a a pretty firm zero zero percent <sighs> chance. Yeah, the the internet does not yield much results for the phrase Chut Butby. I got things in different languages, so no such Chut Butby person in the world i don't think there is a chup uppy which is like it's kind of a letdown if i'm being honest a little bit but we're free to make fun of the name as much as we want now yeah Ooh, get wrecked chup uppy um, we're gonna have to go back through the records <laughs> of every living human ever and make sure there's never been a chup uppy i wouldn't want to put any shade on someone's grandpa grandpa chut <laughs> grampy grampy butt that's how he preferred to be called chase please <laughs> yeah his nickname wow this is a bad intro we came up with a bad one this time i think (laughs) we didn't do very good this time we finally did it we finally did a bad intro oh yeah welcome drew this one this one was for drew actually at long last we put together a bad intro finally just just rambling nonsense hey it's video game podtimism it is the Optimist Video Game Variety Show, where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming. Uh, my name is not Chut Butt B, it's actually Chase, and I'm looking forward to goatee season. That's my thing this week. I, I really need to start parsing things down because, man, I played some pretty good games this year. I'm I not know. Gonna lie. Yeah, it's, there's it's, some pretty good games in this list. It, it is pretty good. It's also confusing because there's not a clear standout. I know that literally every podcaster about video games has said that this year, but genuinely, it is shocking how, like, varied somebody's list could be mine's gonna be all over the place yeah i think i'll try and give precedent to games that came out this year sure but i don't think i'm gonna limit it to games that came out this year like you do yeah your your list typically is games of your year rather than the year yeah games i played for the first time this year yeah it'll be fun to see compare and contrast sure yeah and i'm david hello and i will be spending probably way too much time making my game of the year list and just fretting over the details yeah it's it's challenging this again this one's hard because i'm i'm trying to wrestle with like do i reward games that have like been mechanically just incredible or like which ones 
are like narratively incredible because that's a big deal for me. I've I've for sure got number one. That one's like locked and loaded, no problem. Dyson but, Sphere program. Uh, no, <laughs> Dyson Sphere is not number one. Spoilers. <laughs> but the 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 big the big issue, which we will talk about, I'm sure, is that there is now a a a ring sized wrench that has been thrown into my whole <laughs> list. I truly don't know where that game is going to go. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a topic of conversation today for Dude, sure. I I don't know where to put that that, yeah. that very good video game. Hey, speaking of which, have you been playing video games? I have been. Okay. Uh which 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 ones? First one I want to talk about is that we my, Mallory and I have gotten back into It Takes 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. This this came out earlier in the year, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's it like this out. sort of like co-op adventure game. Yeah. So each care each each player takes control of one of two characters. Either the the uh, uh, it's a couple that you're playing mm-hmm. as. So you're either the husband or the wife, and you've been strung down into dolls, and you now must go and find your daughter and make her cry so that you can become humans again okay um, and this is all with the the sub the uh subs the, the not the sub story but just the under the underlying theme is they are in the throes of getting a divorce right yeah and which is very hard on their daughter and now they yes. have to kind of rely on each other and learn how to trust each other again through through these trials and tribulations that go through as these dull creatures to uh turn back into humans so that's pretty fun yeah. the, the very the levels are varied which is great. Mm-hmm. There's always some sort of different mechanic that they introduce in every level, whether it's like one person, uh, you know, throws something that can be exploded and the other person has to shoot it to do damage or open up different pathways. Uh, one person's flying the plane. The other person is using the turret to like shoot down enemies and open up pathways, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's def- you definitely have to collaborate and talk yeah. a lot with the other person. And, you know, it's uh, it, it's fun playing with, with Mallory because she just interacts with games very differently than I do. Yeah. So it's just, it's it's an interesting experience doing it with her since i am a grizzled gamer and she is not <laughs> part of that world usually but she does she yeah, does yeah. quite well um so it's yeah, yeah it's, sure. it's, it's a fun time and it's it definitely makes you have to flex kind of your relationship muscle as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> which yeah. is which is interesting uh mm-hmm. an interesting experiment they do and i was glad to see that at one game of the year i think it's a it's a, it definitely has you know great graphics good gameplay feels good to be these little doll creatures and mm-hmm. you know definitely i i if this wins this by this winning game of the year i hope that it encourages other developers to start making more games like this that are designed for two people and aren't like super difficult so that you can just kind of enjoy it with somebody else so i listened to the the conversation on the besties about this earlier in the year mm-hmm. um and they like really didn't like it which really? uh, at, at the time yeah at, at the time i was like okay well well, maybe this game isn't for me. And it's been sort of odd to see, like, I, I, I guess I just didn't really pay much attention to other opinions at the time. Cause I was like, oh, th- like this game got game of the year from like the game awards or whatever. I was like, that's mm-hmm. kind of surprising. Yeah. It, it's making me want to maybe take another look at it. I, I think their main complaints about it were that, uh, the like beliefs about relationships are a little weird in there. Like by the mm-hmm. time you get to the end, you're like, I don't, I don't know if I totally agree with that. Or at least that was their opinion. Mm-hmm. And that like some of the parts can be like a little brutal in in spots like gameplay wise like i guess narratively or like contextually mm. i don't know I, again i didn't play the game so I, I, I don't have a ton of context to speak to but yeah i i'm, I'm interested to like maybe go and play this with them and see kind of how that goes mm-hmm. um because i don't want to like totally write it off um and especially now that you're saying that you enjoyed it quite a bit yeah i haven't beaten it so i can't sure. say to the overall like theme or resolution to the story of what they're talking yeah, yeah. about there but there hasn't there hasn't been anything that i've 
that has like, shown any like red flags to me narratively mm-hmm. at all. I mean, they definitely have a toxic relationship. And I think that's kind of the, the point is that they're yeah. trying to uncoil this toxic relationship, maybe not for the best reasons mm-hmm. so far. But I'm I'm interested to see where it goes and just see how it resolves. Yeah. So yeah, cool. worth worth yeah. a worth a look, worth a play, I would say. And at the For very sure. least, the graphics are really good and the gameplay is fun. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I'll, I'll I may have to give it another look. Again, you you saying that it's good and then also getting game of the year is like I should probably at least like look at this. Cool. Yeah, I've also been playing Halo Infinite. Yeah, me too. I was I was hoping we were going to get to talk about this one. Almost exclusively. I don't think I've played anything else besides It Takes Two and Halo Infinite this past week. <laughs> I've got like one game on my list and then the game that we're talking about today for our main thing and also Halo. Like I have so much yeah. shit about Halo that I need to talk about. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> what's changed since the last time we did this cast is that the campaign dropped. Now the campaign is out in the world. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's pretty good. It is pretty it's good. Pretty good. It's a it's a very bizarre experience playing this game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There are so many parts of it that are so good, and so many parts of it I'm I'm like not mixed on, but just like almost confused. And I'm, it, it's <laughs> yeah. like when you try a new food and you're like, I don't know if this is good or not, and like yeah. you keep eating it trying to figure out like, do I like this? Is do this I really- like this flavor? <laughs> Yeah, it's either like really good or maybe not, and I'm not really sure yet. And like, yeah. it's it's very odd. So, so I guess like background for anybody who doesn't know what this game is, which might be some of y'all. Mm-hmm. Halo Infinite just came out. The the campaign part of it. Um, I think it's been six years since Halo Five came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been a really long time, and been I that kind of snuck up on me when when they were like, "Oh, Halo Infinite's coming out." I'm like, "All right, cool." Like it wasn't that long ago that Five mm-hmm. came out, so that's cool. But they're like, "No, like this is." That's the amount of time that like a, a series can kind of reinvent itself. Mm-hmm. And I think this game kind of did. Yeah, it definitely was trying to. And so uh, backing up even further, 343 Studios has been in charge of Halo since like 2010 or something. It's actually been quite a long time. Yeah. I think the anniversary game was their first. Uh, they like. Yeah. The Master Chief the collection. Uh, no, earlier than that. It was it was the the, the anniversary oh, of the just first the, Just one. the original. That's right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think that was the first one where you could like swap the old and new graphics on and off, which like mm-hmm. ruled. I, I loved that part of it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they, they took over for Bungie who had been doing it before and Bungie of course went on to do Destiny and Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think as far as somebody who's been playing this for a long time, there's always sort of been this like shoe filling response it feels like to the new Halo games coming out. Yeah. And at this point, you know, the four is almost like 10 years old at this point. Yeah. And it's been a and while. It's been a long time. And so for all intents and purposes, like 343 is the developer of uh, Halo. But I think there's always been a bit of like, what does this company do different than Bungie? Like, is it is it doing Bungie well enough? Is this like a, a an approximate enough Bungie cover band? Or are they trying mm. to do something different? And like, how do they shape that experience? Yeah, um, it's, it's it's just been a little odd, not for better or worse. Just that's that's kind of the context that I usually come to when I play these. And I, I doubt that that's really that that is very unique. I bet a lot of people or at least the yeah. folks who have played a lot of Halo kind yeah. of think about it that way. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, they, they took over from Bungie. Bungie made it what it is. Yeah. And they were always there is always that little voice in the back of your head of like, mm, if, what if what if Bungie made this one? Yeah. How would this be different if Bungie made it? You don't know. You just don't know. No. And it's so hard to like have that conversation like when i actually interrogate that like and think about it it's just like an impossible question right like yeah this this sort of stuff happens all the time
time where like you know you'll like a band for a while and then i don't know like the singer leaves or something like that and mm-hmm. you're like what is and like i i think i like this new thing maybe but like what would it be like with the original or something like that right like exactly it's, it's such a challenging way to think about how art develops and how somebody makes something new mm-hmm. in sort of the the shadow of the you know the first thing they did anyway four and five to me felt like they were experimenting with maybe like the story of halo like yeah the that's what they were trying to it. make their their stand in the, those two games was the story it felt like yeah the the lore was a little bit changed and the story was a little bit different than it normally is it was it went a little bit more sci-fi if i could maybe interpret that yeah um, which me personally, I was totally cool with. I had no problem with them like going harder sci-fi. I think the first three were so focused on Master Chief and Cortana and that whole sort of back and forth. And then, you know, the Covenant fight that was going on mm-hmm. with the UNSC or whatever it is. And so uh, four and five felt like they were kind of experimenting narratively, but uh, Infinite seems like it is doing a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. So contextually, just like details of this video game, you play the first couple of missions in this one, and it is by and large a regular Halo game. Yeah. Like the, they're straight down the middle. Exactly. Yeah. They're very uh, linear and mm-hmm. uh, it is just kind of like you're shooting dudes, a lot of brutes and some grunts and you're, you're shooting folks and it's sci-fi, yeah. you know? Sometimes you get some uh, new weapons, sometimes you're yeah. in space, sometimes you're not. And so I think that goes on for, I don't know, maybe an hour or so. I, I, I've heard that people didn't really like that intro and that it's a little slow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just like I, I'm used to Halo, but I was like, that's eh, fine. Like it, it just felt like normal Halo to me. Yeah, it felt like putting on an old pair of shoes. Kind of, like, yeah. Like I know these shoes, these are good shoes. So I wonder if that's like nostalgia clouding my judgment. But by and large, I was like, if the whole game was this, I would probably still play it. Like I'd still be cool with that. That was um, Halo 5. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So the, the, the big thing that they experiment with is that after I think it's the second or third mission, you come out and essentially you're on one of these Halo rings, Zeta Halo. Mm-hmm. And the game just pretty much opens up into an open world game. Yeah. And you are free to do... Uh, you know, essentially what are side quests mm-hmm. and main sort of missions, right? It's bases to capture. There's Marines to save. There's power ups to find pretty, pretty basic, yeah. pretty basic open world stuff. Yeah. And so it's, it's, you know, perhaps straightforward in that way, but I think it's, it's taking a lot of stuff from other games in that part and trying to wrap it mm-hmm. into the, the Halo package, which is, again, this is the part that I think it's like the new food that I'm trying to figure out if I like or not <laughs> part, like at moments I'm like, this is absolutely incredible. And like, such an evolution and other times i'm like is this like is this just assassin's creed like i don't i don't know it i think like i'm erring on the side of this is incredible and so (laughs) cool but Uh there's little hints every now and then of like am i sure am i totally sure about that i don't know yeah i i think right now i'm kind of falling in the line of they did a really good job of turning halo into a modern video game yeah and i'm really thoroughly enjoying it but i don't know mm-hmm. if it like knock my socks off incredible like playing breath of the wild was for the first time right yeah it's, it's like don't get me wrong it's like it's really good but it i know like it it's immediately one of the best games i played this year yeah because the controls are tight you know it's it's kind of always felt like this is what halo kind of always wanted to be in a way yeah and they've kind of unlocked it because you know always in those halo games the my favorite part is always you know mucking around in the the vehicles in the open spaces Mm -hmm. and and running like running over grunts and like getting onto the turret and like shooting people and just kind of having that free roaming aspect to it and then there's those other sections where it's like you're going into essentially like a dungeon right of you're going into some sort of deep forerunner structure and I, i i think that this 
this style of game just deals with those transitions better and just makes them feel more fluid and real um, as opposed to just that linear pathway but yeah i I just it just doesn't seem like it does anything original for itself it just kind of takes a lot of things that other games did really well and does them really well and then adds master chief in and the halo (laughs) combat formula and it's amazing that's kind of that's kind of where my my feelings on it at the moment i think yeah i think i'm in pretty a pretty similar spot like the i cannot understate how good it feels every time you get into combat with somebody oh yeah like at no point have i felt bored at like Mm -hmm. zero zero points in this game have i been like oh another camp to clear out i'm like how are they gonna fuck me up this time and how am i gonna adjust my game <laughs> i do appreciate um, that there's different enemies at different camps yeah yeah there's like the one that's like two elites that are camouflaged with swords and you're just like rolling <laughs> up on the camp you're like where is everybody and they just get you it's great yeah yeah no it's phenomenal it's worth pointing out i think halo has always had a pretty interesting relationship with difficulty mm. in that i think the uh the enemies scale in a way that is not just they do more damage to you i think genuinely an on easy they're they're quite dumb yeah and like that's that's good because like i i think the experience of playing halo on easy is a god simulator where you're just like this apollo like greek fucking god just wandering <laughs> through battlefields and destroying everything it's actually zagreus underneath that helmet <laughs> yeah like it's it's a fun game Mm-hmm. and and like so i'm playing on i think it's heroic and, and like that's mm-hmm. that's usually the move because i i've heard from like the the you know on forums and shit like that's the intended experience right like they've tailored the game to give you the right amount of challenge there mm. especially after having played like just you know eons of halo i've played this game so much yeah. uh, legendary feels <laughs> like i'm trying to punish myself normal feels like totally cool and fine and heroic feels like the right amount of challenge yeah because yeah. i kind of do want to have to think about how i approach these like encounters a little bit Mm -hmm. and sometimes get punished for like being an idiot or like yeah approaching it in a way where i'm like i've got a needler and one rocket and expecting Mm. to like win in that situation yeah but anyway to the the point we were talking about before like it, it just the 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 sheer amount of combat feels incredible like that it it mm-hmm. always feels good and it always could stand on its own mm-hmm. and so like all the other stuff is really interesting to see like how how does that mesh with it i had written down like there are so many other games in this game just <laughs> yeah constant other like not references but like taking little bits and pieces Mm-hmm. I, I think the the clear and most obvious one is Breath of the Wild, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's a big open map where you don't there are no real distinctions between places. It's all just sort of open. Yeah. And like you were saying, that's that's something I feel like Halo was kind of trying to fake in the beginning to to great effect, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think that it's like the second or third level in Halo One, the silent cartographer, where you mm. like God, land that on cartographer, <laughs> baby. It's so good. You like land on the beach and it's just like immediately fucked you're like fighting the covenant you get, you get in the warthog you get oh. in the warthog and like drive around mm. there's like a hunter encounter you go like underground a couple of times like yeah that felt expansive at the time like it felt very big mm-hmm. and so i think this the way that they're structuring this game is much more in line with what the game was always trying to do i think you had kind of said that already yeah it it makes sense in this way like yeah like why why would we skip the parts where chief is just like going to another place like just do that let him do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so 
that part of it, I think is like, you know, of, of course, everybody wants to be the new Breath of the Wild, but I think it does make sense here. I don't I don't think it's like out of the question to apply Breath of the Wild to this formula. And I think it works like for the most part. I, I agree. Yeah, I think it, it's just being able to explore the ha- the halo ring unencumbered yeah. by cutscenes or, you know, invisible walls. It's just it's very it's very freeing. Especially yeah. with the amount of traversal options they give you in this one. The the goddamn grapple hook. David. The grapple hook is oh my, God. my baby. That is my <laughs> that is my child right now. It would be so challenging to play an older Halo without this at this point. It is so satisfying. I need and they give you that little bit of uh momentum like <laughs> yeah. that's that's carried over even after you'd like do a, a second jump. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. Oh, it's so good. You can like genuinely do the Skyrim thing where you're like, I know there's a path to the way that I need to go, yeah. but I could so easily just like scale this I'm scaling wall. this mountain. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And it's always fun every time. Except it's it, not like, the Skyrim thing because I'm not just slamming X, praying not <laughs> to just start sliding down the mountain. I'm just, yeah. I'm just grappling it up, baby. I'm so glad that they chose to let you do that where like the... You can, I guess for reference there, you can upgrade your grapple hook to the point where you're, if if you're on just a wall, just a vertical wall, your cooldown of your grapple will be short enough that you can gain altitude. Mm -hmm. It will come off of cooldown quick enough to the point where you would, you know, latch onto the, a spot above where you were before, essentially. And so you can just, you really can yeet yourself around this map, man. Mm -hmm. It it feels incredible. You can Spider-Man yourself around the map. It's really good. Yeah. I, I got into like a four touristy area earlier today and i was like oh i could just like spider-man around this thing mm-hmm. and yeah you can just kind of fly around in the trees <laughs> like you so just good. grapple from one to the next it's really great or is it more like an attack on titan then yeah that's true no yeah like <laughs> huh? spider-man's just kind of shooting and, and swinging but these yeah it's attack on titan because you can kind of like grapple into the wall beside you a little bit and like whip yeah. yourself around a corner yeah you got you got momentum i think they really nailed <laughs> yeah. the momentum from the grapple hook it it feels like the appropriate amount to make it feel like, yeah, I'm just like swinging, but not so much that I'm out of control or ever like not able to really kind of precisely put myself where I want to go. Yeah. Really good. No, yeah, it feels incredible. So like that part of it, that feels a little bit Spider-Man-y. It's a little bit Just Cause. Definitely Just Cause vibes as well. Yeah. Grapple. What else? There's there's a little bit of God of War in, in, in here in the way that they're like telling the story. Mm. Um, There are very few breaks in like the camera shot from one bit to the next. I see. Yeah, I see that like there's a little bit in the beginning when it like just starts but from then on in it's it's pretty much it you every every moment <laughs> of the game is pretty much like structured from from one bit to the next without any cuts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean it's a great way to to direct a game i think honestly like it feels really good yeah it it, it imposes a certain amount of restriction in that like you don't you can't give characters a ton of time to let something sink in. Like I got to, uh, I don't, I'm probably like seven hours in or something like that. And I got mm-hmm. to a major story beat with uh, Echo 1216, the like pilot that you're hanging out with, which mm. I, I need to talk about in a second because it's very bizarre, <laughs> that that whole character thing. Yeah. But uh, I got to like a major plot beat and he's like, what, have we known each other for like six, seven hours? I'm like, oh yeah, like it hasn't been very long mm-hmm. since they've like been hanging out with each other. Yeah. And uh, anyway, point being, it's, it's the the restriction of god of war is definitely there but it also can certainly make for like pretty impactful moments where it's mm-hmm. like i can see somebody changing over the course of like a day or two it's mm-hmm. pretty neat 
I think that like we were sort of touching on before, there's a lot of like the kind of Ubisoft open world model here. Yeah. And they um, have, like the assassination targets and everything. Yeah. They got the assassination targets. They've got mm-hmm. the sort of like you, you get a forward operating base mm-hmm. and that like allows you to see the map a little bit better. Um, a bunch of like icons open up on your map. And so I think that that, the, it's, it's, I'm like reluctant to call it clashing with the Breath of the Wild stuff, mm. but it's, it's kind of similar in that like Breath of the Wild very rarely gave you big flashing icons on your map to say like, go here to get the new shrine. It was yeah. like, you kind of just got to go like out and Still find wander. it. Yeah. And so I think it ends up relying a little bit less on the player's curiosity or creativity mm-hmm. and more on the Ubisoft model of like, here's all the stuff you can do totally which i don't think is bad necessarily but it does come with the amount of baggage that the ubisoft stuff has Mm -hmm. which is a certain amount of like this has been done a lot been done a lot Uh, uh, when i have that many things to do i just feel somewhat sometimes stressed because i'm like i have to do all of these things before i move on with the story like Mm -hmm. i have that like just chuddy gamer inside of me where it's like i gotta (laughs) i gotta you know check all the boxes before i move on i'm trying to fight against it but it's just like i'm i feel like i'm fighting against myself sometimes that's my experience (laughs) with those so many different uh icons on your mini map that's how it makes me feel forza horizon as well (laughs) yeah no horizon did the same thing yeah uh, Forza, Forza suffers from that a little bit too, where there's like a million icons and like you really need to filter for the ones you want to do. My my poor stupid eyes have no idea what anything is in that <laughs> menu. Like I don't yeah. have the discrimination to be able to tell what's yellow and what's green. Like yeah, <laughs> it fair, ain't happening. Fair. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, it's it's like an actual thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's good or or bad, and I think it's just a consequence of like they had to go one way. Mm-hmm. in the open world genre and i think building a breath of the wild kind of game requires you to build in such a level of detail into the world whereas the ubisoft mm-hmm. one it's like it, it can kind of just tell you where something is and you can go up there and find it yeah and so yeah i, th- I think that might be the part that i'm trying to figure out if it's sitting okay with me or not mm. um because so much other stuff feels so 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 good mm-hmm. and, so, and so it's like i'm i'm trying to see like does this is is the lack of, I guess, player curiosity something that's really going to like deter me from thinking that this is a really good game? And so far, my answer is no. Like, It's still really fun, and I still like going and doing all the things. And I love the idea of fighting these little, like, incredibly powerful grunts that you have to go I, find. I know, right? Like I, like the, I like the big bad grunts. They're fun. They're hilarious. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think, like, my it, it might just be my experience of playing, like, the first or second Assassin's Creed and then knowing how history has worked after that and being mm-hmm. like, please, 343, do not put out, like, eight more of these kind of games. Uh, you have some PTSD. A little bit. Like, the the it feels like the creativity and the fun in the Assassin's Creed games kind of got like left behind after a certain point <laughs> and like it's it's still it's still a fun game and still a good game but it is not the sort of like wondrous experience that it was playing the first one or the second one yeah and so i'm just i'm a little bit like scared of like please please don't like put up literally infinite halos of this yeah it's still yeah. it's still good i don't it's still really good that's the thing it's yeah. like I, I can't even like linger too long on like criticizing it because it just it's it's incredible like it feels so yeah. good the whole the whole time and i think it's hard to criticize a game and be like why didn't you put in the same amount of detail that nintendo did with breath of the wild and just lead me through this gigantic world <laughs> you created instead of telling me where to go like it's a horrendous standard to that hold is anything that is to. Yeah. an almost impossible standard it feels like <laughs> yeah 
because I mean, they, they just built this game so clearly with so much care and detail that I think yeah. I, I will I will forgive them that one. I wouldn't even call it a transgression, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just that one thing that they didn't do. That's like Breath of the Wild. Uh, so because I don't I don't know if I need that from Halo. I don't I don't know if I need that kind of sense of exploration in a halo game maybe a little bit but not as much as like yeah in an ad- action adventure game i think it's it's a difference in genres too for me and that yeah. this is a this is a shooter i'm trying to i'm trying to go and shoot some folks tell me where to go and shoot yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's just that's just my my two cents but i see where you're coming from I, I i totally agree and like it almost wouldn't make a lot of sense if master chief was just like in every cutscene, he's like, we're going to fucking kill them all and uh-huh. finish this fight. Yeah. And then like in the next scene, you get control of him and you're like, I'm going to go see what's on top of that mountain. Yeah. Like it it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense. Whereas like mm, some ludo narrative dissonance, you would say a little bit, right? Like people always talk about that with Breath of the Wild. But that's kind of a weird part that like Link is like, I got to stop Calamity Ganon. But also, what if I found all these tiny little woodland creatures, these Koroks instead? But also this this lake on this map looks like a heart. I should probably go check that out. I I gotta go see what's I in there. I gotta go see what's up. Versus yeah, like it, I think that Master Chief is much more like I I gotta fix this problem. Yeah, he's 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 a driven military man, so he has his waypoints and he go. Yeah, exactly. This is the chief. This um, is the chief simulator chase. <laughs> Speaking of all the like story stuff, I I don't really know what's going on <laughs> in the story. <laughs> like I listen to like a what you need to know before starting Halo Infinite on YouTube or whatever and like some of those were like kind of helpful. Mm-hmm. But I was also just like sort of confused about what was going on for a while and I think I, I think I get what's happening but like it took me a second of like what what's really going on here? Yeah. Um, they essentially start the game with you getting like uh, kicked out of a spaceship spoilers should we say i guess so yeah it's like it's one of the first cutscenes. like it happens immediately yeah um i i won't go into spoilers for like uh you know most of the game but that that was probably the first thing i i think the person who you're fighting is called atriox atriox yeah he's a he's a brute and this is like a group of they're not covenant but they're the same races that comprise the covenant they're a splinter faction of the covenant called the banished yes exactly which uh for all of you paying a home attention or paying attention at home uh, are from the Halo Wars games, so yes, uh, they are the same thing as the Covenant, but they're now red armor instead of regular Covenant armor, that's and they're it. like led led by brutes, I and they're led by the, brutes oh. instead of prophets and elites. Yeah, so that's a thing. And the game again within the first ten twenty minutes, uh, it like time skips six months and you wake up as chief on this like little tiny pelican that this dude has been apparently living in for six months. Mm-hmm. And it, like apparently, so what what has happened is that Atriox has become like a martyr for the banished, and that he like died killing you essentially. Like it, mm-hmm. it was on, it looked like he was on an exploding ship, and so I was like, okay, well maybe he died, and he did. Um, so far as I can tell, maybe he mm-hmm. comes back. Who knows? Um, yeah. But anyway, so you uh, end up on Zeta Halo, and like the banished have essentially like won already. You know, the the human forces are like scattered. Like there are just. Uh, a handful of humans wandering around Zeta Halo. Mm-hmm. And th- that itself also feels very Breath of the Wild in that like you have missed yeah. the, the apocalypse, You've right? S- you started off losing. Yes, which I, I, is, is an interesting place to couch it, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's much, I don't know, it's, it's more interesting than just like let's retread old Halo where like we might be able to beat the force that's fighting us. Like, no, you already lost. Like, and uh, Echo 216, the like dude who you, 
uh, finds you is like very adamant about like, dude, we lost. We got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He rem- he lets uh, people know we lost all the <laughs> yeah. time. And so your your experience of playing this game is very much just like wandering from place to place, like d- destroying the banished uh, and sometimes like freeing humans. Mm-hmm. It's it's very odd playing this because the game is very interested in telling you like Master Chief fucking owns, dude. Yeah, people are scared of Master Chief. I'm a I'm a monster to these folks that <laughs> yeah. I'm killing. I'm the I'm the coolest human around essentially. I rescued a group of humans at some point and one of them came up and they're like, "I lost hope before Chief. Never again." <laughs> and like that's like damn dude okay like that's that's wild <laughs> yeah. um i think it's in the beginning they're talking about one of the brutes is talking to master chief and it's just like talking about how great you are and he's just like <laughs> and the, the 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 hope that you inspire in your your fellow man is misplaced and you're just like oh he's talking shit about your hope chief <laughs> It's just so much characterization yeah. of Chief being just the beacon of hope for humanity. A lot of let's really yeah, they talk about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, and like I like that's a that's a fine story. You you were mentioning to me that Adam Sessler had said like the story is kind of nothing. Yeah. And like so far that's definitely true and like Halo's always kind of been like that, so I don't have a hot a super high standard for like the incredible narrative design in a mm-hmm. Halo game. Mm-hmm. But they sort of poke at the edges of stuff that's good every now and then. I like <laughs> just poking uh, it with a stick. Is this good? Pretty much, right? Good? Like I, I can't remember where I was hearing this, but folks were talking about like how the newest God of War like interrogated the belief system that was in the old God of Wars. Like what mm. how Kratos acted in those and like the effect of that, you know, like how does how does it work to have a son after you're just like this monstrous killing machine you know yeah. like yeah. and like for all intents and purposes like master chief is a little bit less screamy than than kratos but yeah. like he just like gets dropped into a zone and kills everything like mm. that's that's it for him other than job. humans i guess yeah this is fucking job and so like they poke at that every now and then but like I wish the amount of time that they had spent talking up how fucking cool and sick Master Chief is and how like everybody loves him and spent a little bit more time like trying to figure out like who who is this dude and what is it, what is the effect of doing this for so long? Because mm. like he he literally woke up after six months of thinking he was dead or not even thinking, right? Like he was stuck outside in like space. Yeah. And he just immediately is like, okay, I, I got to go kill some more. And yeah. like that's. That's the thing. And so I, I wish they leaned a little bit more into that, but that's mm. not something I'm usually thinking about when I'm playing it. I'm just kind of like, well, what are, what are they going to do now? Maybe you should just read a fucking book, Chase. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> I, I did I did read the first, like, Halo book when that did came you really? out. That was, yeah, it was much more interested in, like, the effect of what turning into a Spartan did to somebody. Mm. I think John was, like, young in that one, which they were was all pretty young. good. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, came up with some other Spartans, um, which was interesting. But like, there's, no, there's no reason you can't do that in this game, too. It's true. That's true. I, I do wish they would provide a little bit more of the characterization that is in obviously in a lot of the books in the game. Yeah. Because, you know, I've I've played every single Halo game and Master Chief, although, as I mentioned before, is certifiably cool. Yes. I don't I don't know a goddamn thing about him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know like a single who, thing about him. Who he is now or like what has happened or like what, yeah, what's, what's yeah, been... how, how has the, the effect, how has these last f- five or six games affected Master Chief at this point? We don't know. Yeah. Apparently not at all is yeah. what it makes it want to seem like, which is interesting in its own right. But why, why is he this way? Yeah. And it's, it's, it, I think it leans on the idea that he's this like myth, right? Like he's just a, a legend of, of, uh, the, 
you know greek god sort of pantheon but yeah I, th- I think it would be much more interesting if you're like but but who who the dude who who be john who the dude behind the mask yeah the like dude is you per- perhaps basic but you know i'm i'm just i i want halo to be everything that it can be and like that would be the thing that i'd be like damn they're really like reaching for it at this point <laughs> what if at the end of halo infinite master chief finally takes his helmet off and his face is just your microsoft avatar underneath it's <laughs> been like, you the whole time baby it's just the like shitty xbox 360 <laughs> era like monkey that you've had for 15 years <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's me master chief you're you are the person of the year your times person of the year this is you did you see this face that i have on my face right now this is your face isn't it it's yours maybe it is maybe it isn't but this is what you chose as your profile picture so here's master <laughs> chief everybody's wanted it for a long time here we go <laughs> yes Yes. Uh, good Lord. Uh, just total sidebar. This is tangential. I love, so like you pick up audio logs in this game and they're all like fine. They're, they're like varying quality of just sort of like giving you a little bit more, uh, info. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I love how shitty the brutes audio logs sound. Yeah. They sound awful. <laughs> like they, they sound like they're recording on just like a potato. <laughs> Yeah, you pick one. You pick up some of the humans, and they're like talking, and you can kind of understand them. But you, if you pick up a brute, it's just like this awful, like. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, brute. I'm the brute guy, and we're gonna we're totally gonna own Master Chief. We're gonna go. We're gonna kick his ass. In fact, I think we already did. Aatrox totally owned him. He 360 <laughs> no scoped him like six months ago. It's over, dude. GG. It's just like if a frat bro kept like a a video diary or something, just like <laughs> vlogged frat bro vlog yeah no exactly it's it's just awful it is yeah it is pretty good i, I didn't notice i didn't think about that before but yeah their their quality is definitely worse with the brutes <laughs> it's, it's great the the characterization of all the races is pretty wild in this one mm-hmm. like the the grunts are like turned up to 11 on how ridiculous they are <laughs> no what do they do what is what are the grunts drinking in this game i know it's it's nuts <laughs> them and the, the brutes honestly too the like generally in the other games the brute were sort of this like like war clan almost yeah um, like they are what's the uh, oh jesus my brain um what are the like dudes in star trek that just like love to fucking klingons? fight klingons thank you jesus they felt like klingons in that like they're a much more like battle motivated race yeah. of of aliens and they're like definitely still that in this one but they're also just like so dumb in this game <laughs> no they're really stupid <laughs> you're like on a ship in like the first level and you go and like blow it up essentially like you destroy its engines to the point where it's gonna explode mm-hmm. and the, you can hear the brutes on the on the comms and they're like dude just don't don't fucking get out of here we can beat this exploding ship like they're like just don't leave yeah it's not that bad just like, so ridiculous oh my god that I mean... they're just like if we can just pound our chest hard enough the ship won't blow up or something I feel like there's I feel like the brutes in this game are probably closer to humans in real life than the humans in this game are to humans. It's totally true. The the humans are like very composed and like normal and don't just like shoot on sight. They're like they're all fully vaccinated, have never thought twice about getting a shot. They're just like, duh, I don't want fucking space Ebola. I'm gonna get a vaccine. They beat coronavirus in twenty twenty. They oh, had no God. they had no problem with it. <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> world, dude. What a goddamn world that would be. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this game is really good. This game I'm still is quite excellent. enjoying it. Yeah. I don't have a ton of other Halo stuff to say, but I did want to get a bunch of that out there because I'm almost certain it will come up in game of the year conversations for me. Y- yeah. 
I think so for me as well. It's just really, it's a really fucking good game. It's super fun. They really nailed the core gameplay of Halo in this one. I think that in any of the other Halos that they have done, like they just fucking nailed the yeah. feel and just the balance of everything. It's a very good video game. Shocker. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried about it, honestly. Like it, the the timeline and like getting pushed back. And I was like, oh man, I hope that they're like taking the time to make this game really good. Mm-hmm. And like, you, I don't know. I just always worry when like a delay happens of like, I hope some publisher isn't pushing them because they don't have a game yet and they need one mm-hmm. versus like, oh, we need some more time to like get this right. Uh, it could versus be either like, one. Flip it could coin. be either one. Yeah. And like, I didn't. So like all the hubbub when they showed it at, you know, whatever it was, I think it was like the 2020 E3 or something where like Craig was in that one. Craig yeah. the Brute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, I, I, I honestly wasn't that worried about it at the time because like it's, it's, it's hard to show these kind of games, honestly. Like mm-hmm. the grapple hook did not look that cool in previews to me, but like playing it is an entirely different experience you get it the moment you swing around a corner real good master chief has never had that sort of speed and 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 mobility at his dispur as it is at his disposal and it's shocking the difference it makes it's it's so good i I love the fucking grapple hook which i'll speak about more later but uh yeah anyway i i wasn't too worried about it but i was really glad that it turned out that you know they they took some more time to really put a, a higher level of polish on this and the game's great and the game is fucking great it worked Mm-hmm. Anyway, what other games are you playing? <laughs> that was it. It was those two games. What have you been playing? Great. Besides Halo Infinite. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's mostly Halo Infinite. I've been playing a, a, a lot of that video game. Yeah. But the other two games that I've been playing, one of them is the game that we will talk about in Good Games, so I'm going to skip it for now. Uh-huh. But I've also been playing Loop Hero, David. Oh, you're back. I'm back in Loop Hero. It recently came out for Switch, so I got it again. <laughs> um... <laughs> as as you do you're such a dirty switch boy i know man it's it's just how it how it be i get it i get it it's i loop hero just looked incredible for like pre-bedtime chill out zone mm, sure my uh it, i'm realizing more and more that like there's this sort of like weird between zone where my brain has to go before i can go to sleep where it's just kind of off like the full windows xp turn off sound hasn't happened yet mm. but i'm definitely in like sleep mode like i could wake up if need be but i'm i'm not quite totally turned off yet okay how many how many notes of the windows xp shut off sound are you into at that point I, we're we're halfway we're at the bum bum without the bum bum gotcha gotcha <laughs> You're you're in the valley. Yeah, we're in the valley. We're, the valley. we're not there. We're not we're not quite there yet, but okay. we're getting there. And anyway, so games like Slay the Spire and Monster Train and Grifflands, also all incredible video games, <laughs> uh, are perfect for this this <laughs> zone of my brain. Uh-huh. It's not very good for getting better at the game, I will say. Sure. Um, because I've <laughs> I've seen people play the game like, yeah, y'all are on some other shit. I'm kind of just rolling with the same shitty strategies until they work. Mm-hmm. But uh, Loop Hero came into the fold, and I was like, oh, that's a great one because. It's like not a action game. It's like by and large kind of an idle game. You're definitely still like doing shit, but it's not nearly as active as uh, Halo Halo Infinite. Infinite. So for those of you who don't know what this game is, Loop Hero is a challenging game to describe, but essentially you are one of three classes that you'll eventually unlock. You're initially just like a warrior and you automatically traverse this like circular map um, your little character's like walking around this map. It doesn't take real long to get around. Uh, if they encounter enemy any enemies on this path, they will fight them. Mm-hmm. The fight also plays out automatically, so you don't have a lot of control over that. What you do have control over is once you beat enemies, you get these like cards 
um, that you can place around the map to influence how this like run goes. So um, if you get a mountain, then you can up your maximum HP every time you lay one down. Mm, all right. If you get a village, you heal when you get, go through there. But mm. all of them sort of have this like a little bit of a drawback that come with them. Like if you place too many mountains down, a goblin village will show up and they just beat the ever-loving oh, fuck shit. out of you. It, um, a goblin village. Oh my God. Those, th- those guys kick my ass every a time I roll by cool. there. <laughs> I like try and keep my head down and like you know put my hand over my eyes so they don't like notice me but every time they're just like hey get that fucker and go beat the shit out of me <laughs> and Jay Z's there <laughs> goblin cool zombie, zombie with no, no cunts <laughs> just in the background yeah. trying to hype him up <laughs> he's the goblin um, king Jay Z <laughs> Goblin, 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 goblin with no conscience. It's just all goblin. Just take monster and just turn into goblin. Goblin, I don't get a goblin of it. Oh no. Oh man, take me back. Take me back. <laughs> to a few minutes ago when you didn't know that existed. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go, I gotta go back, Kate. <laughs> anyway, you, you eventually get like a pretty, not sizable deck, but you get a lot of like cards that you can take into any of these runs when you die you essentially go back to your little base and try it over again mm-hmm. um, there's a little bit of meta progression to the point of like unlocking new classes and new uh cards that you can get that are you know some of them are better some of them are worse but you kind of just have to figure out like what your play style is mm-hmm. it's good i i like this game i talked about this like when it came out i think really early in the year i think this was yeah like maybe a january or february release but mm-hmm. it was good i i enjoyed my time with it and i'm still enjoying it um there are a handful of like user experience uh updates that are very welcome you can now like leave whenever you want to mm-hmm. from like a run that was not possible when i was playing it and nice. like you don't get you don't get all of the resources that you've collected but it's more than if you die i think sure the uh you can turn the game on just like turbo mode where it just like goes really quickly Hmm. which is great because this game requires a certain amount of grinding um to get through it um which is a big complaint about it i remember when it came out that like you know it's it's not uh, can't do it fast enough and like some of that's true and i agree that you know it it does require you to have runs where you're like i am not expecting to win this time like i'm just here to collect resources and go back and try again sure but uh i again as my half xp turn off noise brain goes i i have no problem with just sort of like plunking it on see let's what's grind going. this baby let's grind it a little bit i'm totally cool with that mm-hmm. um and it's like again it's almost an idle game like it's it's not totally there because you do have to be kind of active with placing your cards and figuring out what you're doing but for a lot of instances you can kind of just let it do it and uh you know check check in every every little while so it's definitely a game that you can listen to a podcast to it's definitely a game you can watch a television show like the mm. very good hawkeye i'm very enjoying the hawkeye recently. oh you're liking hawkeye huh i'm, I'm liking hawkeye I, I like the characters in there i'm not a, i'm not a big uh rainer rainer boy but uh the rest of the characters in there are doing it for me rainer oh jeremy uh, Jer- renner Jer- jeremy renner yeah i see that yeah he's not he's not the most amazing but he's he's good enough he's good enough he's not right? he's not bad i'm mostly just characterized because he made that like uh app that was all about him and like a way to connect with his fans which is just like bizarre and strange and felt so odd wait excuse me he did what (laughs) how did i not know about Uh, this uh on wednesday this is a report about it the avengers actor announced he was shutting down his app after it jumped the shark literally it had since been pulled blah 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 i just want to know the name of it uh what was supposed to be a place for fans to connect with each other has turned into a place that is everything i detest or can't or won't condone this is this is jeremy oh that's that's him uh it is the jeremy renner official was the name of the app and Uh (laughs) 
the iPhone screenshots of like the ad, like essentially showing what it is. Uh, the 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 text on here say, "Connect with two-time Academy Award nominee Jeremy Renner on his official app," and then it shows like exclusive content, oh. um, exciting giveaways with cool prizes. It's oh. so weird. It is like as if there was Instagram specifically centered around Jeremy Renner. Whoa! Which, it seems like a joke. It seems like a bit. That is a true thing that happened. And so, like, maybe this was just, like, some, one of his, like, you know, uh, publicists or somebody trying to get him some more clout. Some but, like, social media influencer was like, Jeremy, let me tell you this. This is going to be the greatest idea I've ever had for you. You got to do it. This is all true, but Jeremy had to say yes. He, he took did. The, He did. He did. He, he took the photos of him sitting cross-armed on a stool looking like a little scamp huh? trying to promote his like, Jeremy Renner official app. See, doing the DreamWorks face? A little bit. It doesn't have the cocked eyebrow, but it has exactly the same energy of like, hey, welcome to the Jeremy Renner app. There's no rules here. There are definitely rules here, but like, maybe there's no rules The here. only rule, don't talk about Jeremy Renner badly. <laughs> I mean, yes, genuinely. Anyway, Hawkeye's still good to me. Okay, Jesus, video games. Uh three i've talked about all three of the games uh this will bring me to my pessimistic thing of the week david yeah it's the grapple hook yeah the grapple hook and halo or or otherwise there are a lot of good grapple hooks lots of good grappling games. to be had in games nowadays yeah there's a uh, there's always the games like this or just cause where like it's like a freeform grapple hook it's jazz grapple hook <laughs> jazzle hook it's jazzle hook as they say in the industry scientists have been uh trying to figure out exactly what to call it but they did land on jazzle hook, <laughs> which, jazzle hook. it's got a certain gusto to it which i do enjoy you've got your more straightforward grapple hooks you've got your ones in like batman arkham whatever where like you just go from one place to another it's got sort of these like mm -hmm. predefined spots that feels really good yep. adds a certain level of verticality oh yeah i'm a big fan of the game worms mm. i don't know if you're familiar mm -hmm. but i played the ever-loving heck out of that oh the ever-loving heck I is this a christian podcast now this is now a christian minecraft server you're not allowed <laughs> to curse on here anymore all right I good to know loved that game heck and loved it <laughs> All right. It, there was a game type that you could play online with like th th this was very surreal. You could play Worms online on like definitely your Windows XP um, computer, which I'm realizing sure. is very weird, a weird through line in this episode so far. <laughs> It's, it all comes back to Windows XP. <laughs> um, it's the wind. It's the XP pod. Mm. You know? Experience Boys X, pod. That that is another video game podcast. I the believe Point it. Podcast. I yeah. believe it. Um, it's quite good. They've been going for like twelve years. Damn, they're they're, they're a long time. Um, oh geez. Oh geez. Anyway. Uh, there was a game type in Worms that you could play online with other people, and it was like whenever you would look at one of the servers, it would say Ropers only. <laughs> and in Worms, there was a, 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 a weapon called the Grappling Hook, where uh -huh. uh, you would shoot it and it would just connect into uh, any of the walls around you. And in Ropers, the, mm -hmm. the game that they played in Worms was that you uh, had a Grappling Hook, a rope, I think is what it was called, but mm -hmm. for all intents and purposes, Grappling Hook. You had that and a grenade, and that's it. So you essentially had to try traverse whatever like level they gave you which is usually like enclosed so you could get up to the roof of it and then just drop a grenade on the person that you're trying to get to and so the gotcha. fight was not necessarily can i be faster or better than the other person because you would go in turns so uh -huh. like you would just have to like go one right after the other the challenge was like can i get 
to them, which wasn't always easy because like the the ropes weren't intended necessarily for like long term traversal. Uh huh. It's like you you when you ro- when you rope into a wall, you can press up to shorten the length of it or down to le- like to make go, it longer. Yeah, okay. And then you get a little bit of like swing when you press left and right. And then from there, you have to let go of the grapple and then at the right time, shoot your grapple again, which will immediately just like jut out to the left of you and hook into whatever you're in. So you kind of had to like, uh, like trapeze artists go from one part to the next. Yeah, sounds like it. It was very fun. Why am I getting an an image of a worm's worm dressed up as solid snake when I'm hearing this? I don't remember if they had skins, but that would be a really good idea. Worms. 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 <laughs> this is a very weird part of my gaming history. I don't talk about it very much. I played a, f- a, a lot of worms back in the day. I think you I think you said, and I quote, the ever loving heck, heck out of worms. That's <laughs> true. I don't use heck lightly. You I don't a lot of worms. You don't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, love a grapple hook. It's really good. Mm. Do you have something fueling your sense of optimism this week, David? I do. What is it? It is a good environmental dialogue, I'm guessing I'm going to call this. I don't know if this is a thing, but okay, tell me I'm more. just really enjoying all of the grunt dialogue in Halo Infinite. Sure, yeah. The like chatter that they have with each other. The chatter, like when they kill you, they're just like so excited about themselves. Like, I fucking <laughs> killed him! Yes! <laughs> just yeah. like freaking out. Like, <laughs> I'm the fucking best. I killed yeah. Master Chief. All like the little propaganda towers that are around yeah. and just the, the grunt on the other end, just like talking mad shit about yeah, really humans <laughs> and everything. Just like, oh my God, what an asshole. And yeah, yeah, and just it's just like kind of sneaking up on a group of not just grunts but also the, all the other enemies in the game and they're just all they're always talking they're all they always be talking in this game and i like it it makes it feel they do it makes it feel so much more lively mm-hmm. i feel like one of the issues i had with other halo campaigns is that it just would often start oftentimes feel lonely and mm-hmm. like isolated and desolate which I think mm-hmm. is probably by design, but I kind of enjoy this more like, hey, I'm part of this this group of folks on this place and they're all talking. And yeah. we, we all just we're just interacting with each other. So yeah, I just I just like the I like the vibe it gives the game a lot more. It feels more alive in that way. Yeah, it, it, it seems like the enemies exist independently of Master Chief showing up to shoot them all. Yeah, they have they have wants and desires, namely to kill me, the chief. <laughs> yeah. But they're not just they're not just mindless cannon fodder for me to to shoot. No, it's 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 totally good. I was like initially I was like, why are all of the like covenant banished people speaking English? Like they didn't always do that. And yeah, exactly. The uh what are they called? The jackals, the dudes with like the shields. Mm-hmm. They didn't they definitely didn't used to speak in any words that I understood. It was just like cackles and sort of like noises. Exactly. But they're like they're talking in this one. Mm-hmm. And initially I was like, that's kind of weird. But yeah, I totally agree. I love hearing them just like talk and say whatever mm-hmm. the grunts are obviously like the top tier like holy shit this is very funny yeah accusing you of cheating whenever you like shoot them mm-hmm. from behind or something like that that's yeah. incredible huh? or the ones who are like way overconfident and like just pull out grenades and start hucking them at you like those dudes are incredible yeah i'm gonna get ya. yeah exactly it's all very good uh-huh. i i love seeing on like twitter and uh uh just the internet at large the clips of people clipping like here's this one thing that this grunt or elite said and they're all just incredible like (laughs) i think someone um, said like an elite just put down like his gun 
when he was about to be run over, he's just like, this is it. And it's just like, gets taken out. And I'm just like, oh my God. Incredible. <laughs> like they, they have enough room to do that because you're just fighting hordes and hordes of dudes. So like it almost yeah. doesn't even phase you. But like, uh -huh. that's hilarious. Like, it's, yeah, it's very odd because the game in its cutscenes takes itself very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But in the fight, sometimes it really doesn't like it's a funny video game a, a lot of the time. That's what I appreciate about it. This is a, this is an example of a game that's not afraid to just be a game at some points like it can be serious yeah. as well but there's sometimes just like all of these aliens are kind of goofy in some way like the grunts are just overconfident little gremlins the brutes are just big old himbos the elites <laughs> are just like super dramatic and just like full of themselves <laughs> yeah. and then i guess the jackals probably have like the least amount of character but they're just like kind of weirdos i don't know they, they don't don't cock in complete sentences their their speech is sort of like stunted a little bit and they it seems like they are very just interested in making money which i think is mm. in line with their characterization and like their the lore. lore like yeah they're like a they're like pirates essentially they're bounty hunting creatures Ooh. samus aran gonna pop out oh god i would get my ass kicked with her poetry slam <laughs> With Poetry Slam with Samus Aran. What a good title. <laughs> so good. I love saying I love saying A plus. It every A plus. Time. Feels yeah. good off the lips. Hey, episode episode uh forty three. That was a good one. Oh, you were fucking close, David. Oh damn it, I wanted it so bad. What was, <laughs> it, was it? It was forty five. Damn it. Oh man, I was gonna I was I took my shot. I felt it in the force. I was just a little off. God, could you imagine if you sunk that half court shot just now? Dude, I would have I would have retired from podcasting right then and there. It would have been it. The, like, the NBA would have given you a Ford Fiesta <laughs> for singing that one. <laughs> Do they even make Ford Fiestas anymore? I don't know. I hope so. Because it's a it's a great it's a great phrase. Rolls right off the tongue. Um hey, do you want to move on to our main thing, David? Yeah, let's do it. Let's Um, hey, David. Yeah? It's Good Games. Oh, it is. It's a segment where we talk about the OKS games of yesteryear or last year. Oh. And gosh, all the things that we love about them. Mm-hmm. Because like every game deserves its time in the sun. Sure does. Not just your Breath of the Wilds, your Halo Infinites, or your Gex 3Ds. Uh-huh. Every game is beautiful. Every perfect game is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You had a great suggestion last time we were talking about what we're going to do this week. Did I? You had played a game called SnowRunner last week. <laughs> I sure and did. And you're like, maybe we do a good games on this. Uh -huh. And I said, maybe we do. And then we were like, maybe we talk about our favorite Christmas experiences of, of gaming's past. And I was like, I think we already recorded that. <laughs> he did. We did. We didn't we? <laughs> I looked back through the backlog and listened to our episodes around Christmas and couldn't find it. So maybe we didn't, but I'm I'm so convinced that we did do this. We need to <laughs> we need to call a, a moot of the Jarls and just we, <laughs> get get the collective uh, history of our podcast from from the biggest pod heads to see <laughs> if we have done said said thing yeah we need to come together with all the foremost scholars on video game podcasts yes. to see <laughs> who who knows anyway point being we were like well maybe let's not do that let's do a good games on snow runner mm -hmm. instead which is what we're gonna do yeah we're gonna run that snow <laughs> i'm in the snow i'm cold <laughs> but i'm trying to run here we go but i'm gonna i'm gonna try and run uh -huh. uh, hey can i hit you with a few of these hot stats before please. we please hot stats 
SnowRunner is a game that came out April 27th of 2020. Whoa. Last year. Last My year. Oh, God. Um, the game feels like playing through 2020 sometimes. It, it does. It's a, it's a challenging sort of walk from one place to another, just trying to put one wheel in front of the other. <laughs> this, uh, this game was developed by Saber Interactive Incorporated. Mm. This company I had not heard of. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they mostly deal with like remasters and mobile games and like remakes and shit like that. Yeah, I know a little bit more about the Halo One anniversary because I had read that they had worked with Three Four Three to build it back in the day. Hmm. Um, like Three Four Three got like mostly the the credit there, but they're um they're they're credited on working on that as well as uh, Time Shift, Will Rock, uh, the Crisis Remastered series. Hmm. Uh, and a a whole slew of World War Z video games. A whole slew of them. There's uh, there's a lot of video games that they made about World War Z. Fascinating. Yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, I do have a review, and, and shockingly, it's from Joe Video. Oh, they're still around. I went to Joe Video's website today, David. Oh, did you? I witnessed modern Joe. Oh, was it good? <laughs> I mean, I don't speak French, so I couldn't really intuit what they were saying, but it looked like a video game website. Was it? Did they have good code, Chase, as a, as a code man? How would you rate their code? <laughs> Beautiful code. You got your, your divs in the right spot. You list items in all the perfect spaces. I just, I loved your anchor links, baby. That's for you all could you, have said anything and I would have believed you. That's for all you HTML heads out there. Um, <laughs> Which is, uh, and uh, I'm not going to say not coding, but I don't want y'all to think that that's what I think coding is. There's a lot of other stuff. Mm. Tech is a, tech is a hard place to be. There's so much nonsense. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> you're just covering all your political bases. I I'm get trying you. to cover my bases. I don't want somebody to think that like, oh, he thinks HTML is coding, but like, also at the same time, like, why don't we encourage people to learn HTML? It's like a gateway to learning other ways to code. Like, it's like mm. I learned from fucking MySpace. Like, that was mostly HTML. Get off mm. my back, Jeff. <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <You> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a review from Joe Video that I've run through Google Translate a bunch of times through a bunch of different languages, finally arriving back in English uh, to get a, a artist oh interpret an, uh, an artist interpretation of their review. I'm so excited for modern Joe. <laughs> well, here you go. This is their review of Snow Runner from 2020. They said, The snow, on the other hand, became heavier when the visitors were greeted. The new system is a more powerful theme in contrast to the usual theme of life 43 major kisses in Michigan, Alaska, and Russia, and my house. On the other hand, <laughs> camera error problems still exist. It's hard to tell the real city from the real city. Sponsors have tried to provide electronic records of the problem, but we can't listen. 80 out of 100 from Joe Video. 43 separate kisses. <laughs> One of them in my house. <laughs> 43 major kisses in major. Michigan, Alaska, and Russia, and my house. And my house. Oh my god, dude. I would really love to know what constitutes a major kiss. I mean... Like, is that a euphemism, or are they just describing, like, a really good kiss? I think it might be a kiss while kiss is playing in the background. Maybe that's a, a major, major Maybe that's a major kiss. Scholars call that a major kiss. <laughs> the ancient scholars call that a major kiss. <laughs> Major kiss. That's pretty good. Yeah, I that love was a, that. that was a good. That was a good one. Joe still still does it. Joe still <laughs> does it, dude. They're still swinging hard in 2020. 
I loved that. Hey, could you tell me what SnowRunner is? Yeah, SnowRunner is a trucking, a like a wilderness trucking simulator, essentially. Yes, that is true. So you have all sorts of different trucks, like pickup trucks, semis, Jeeps, Anything that can get through some mud or some snow, you can drive in this game. Yes. Um, But it's also taking a page out of Halo Infinite's book is an open world game. (laughs) So you can kind of just go wherever you want on the map. If there's a mission there, go and do it and then, you know, get some get some money, make some bridges, get to Alaska. It's all good, baby. You're a trucker. It's it's essentially yeah. It's 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 a trucking simulator, and the 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 thing that kind of sets it apart in my mind is just how I I don't know if it's even accurate, but or true to life, but just yeah. how difficult it is to drive <laughs> it's in this game. It is hard to drive in this game, <laughs> um, especially through all this like a deep mud and snow and water and dirt. You got to just get through. It's it was it's 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 a very interesting. Very different type of driving game. Yeah, no, it's, I, th- I think that's true. There's like not much of a story to be spoken of. Like the, it kind of just hucks you into the game. Like it's like, yeah, right, you got to go complete some contracts. You're Joe somebody and you got a pickup truck. You got to go to the lookout tower to find your truck to do some contracts and you <laughs> go and do it. The structure of it's very odd. It is it is like you see a lot of other games in this game, too. It, it's, it's a little bit Halo Infinite in that way. But yeah, yeah. you go to like yeah. lookout <laughs> wow. towers to scout the map. Why, why do I have to synchronize in this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're... <laughs> You're like, dude, for Michigan, just gets up on top of the water tower and like squats on the very tip of it and a bird comes around. He's like, mm, yeah, that's some good trucking out there. <laughs> oh, I see a truck over there now. Yeah, there's a truck over there. Yeah, there's, a, there's a truck over there. There's a man who needs some trucking done over there. Okay, I got my next year's worth of work to head out for me now. <laughs> the setup of the game, I think, is actually pretty interesting. It says that there was like a major flood where you're driving around, which sort of explains yeah. why like the roads are all just like fucked, which there's like a hint of some like environmentalism in this game, which I kind of love. Mm. Like in the tool tips every now and then they're like, uh, over the past like few years, there's been an increase in flooding in low rural areas. I'm like, okay, SnowRunner, go off, dude. Yeah. You, you tell them, SnowRunner. You get them. Produced I'm by a, Greta Thurnberg. Uh, a, this is a Greta joint. <laughs> <laughs> She her her signature on movies and and media is the same as fucking Spike Lee's. It's her biggest influence. I get it. Anyways, um, yeah, it, it the game takes a lot from other games. Like there's there's the sort of like synchronization that you have to do with the the, the outlooks. Got to get that animus right. <laughs> Got to get that trucking animus right. There's I I think the the weirdest and most close analog in this game is definitely Death Stranding. I was about to I was curious when you said like it was a like a walking stru- you're you're traversing through the trucking. Yeah, it's so weird playing this game because it is so similar. Yeah. The so the game offers you this way to sort of like add these like specific little waypoints on your map. So you can look on your map and be like, okay, it looks like there's this path that'll go around this way, but it looks like there's a tree downed in the way that I need to go. And so you can sort of like plot your way around that. And in the same way that terrain is like a huge deal in this game, the terrain 
in uh death stranding is also incredibly important like you don't want to be running over just like the fucked up like rocky path yeah because inevitably uh norman Reedus is going to fall and you're going to damage your precious property i don't i don't want mm-hmm. that and in this one the the threat is that you will get stuck or like taken down stream in a, in a river or something like that mm-hmm. that you you'll essentially get like into but a bunch of mud if you're not careful or like bunch stuck in mud. snow snow or something like that and so you, you do have to be a little bit careful about where you're going which again it's like it's so death stranding which is so weird death stranding feels so singular in the game that it was making and then suddenly there's this other game which is like devoid of story really Mm. um which is like the the polar opposite of a hideo joint Mm. um but but this one is like we're all mechanics and that's it and like yeah those are honestly still pretty fun like yeah yeah it's it's convincing to or, or it's compelling, I should say, that Hideo made a walking simulator, as Tim Rogers says, the Gran Turismo of walking simulators, Death Stranding. Ooh, all right. <laughs> um, where the like that that is the core mechanic. This one also succeeds in that way. It's still fun. Like I'm, I was sort of surprised in both my experience of Death Stranding and this game mm-hmm. that like I was still having a good time. It's still fun. <laughs> yeah. If you if you make the mechanics deep enough and interesting enough, you can still get something good. Yeah. No, it's it's true. Like you know, I guess we're going into the the gushing segment a little bit here but it's it's fun this game is fun Mm -hmm. um it's very odd because a lot of the times like i i could see somebody describing this game as frustrating you're just trying to get from one end of a town to another (laughs) and like yeah more often than not in most games those segments are very easy it is very easy usually to traverse from one place to another yep um whether it's like gta or literally forza or something like that like driving from one spot to another is usually not hard yeah but in this one it is very hard to get very hard and there is realistic damage to your vehicles so you better stay on the road and not hit anything otherwise you're going to be listing left for the rest of your time so just just be careful (laughs) yeah no it's i i didn't think about that until like i hit something pretty hard and like my wheel well got all fucked up yeah like my my car was just permanently turning right for a Mm -hmm. while not like forza where you can just like yeet yourself across the (laughs) desert (laughs) these vibranium fucking cars that you're driving yeah yeah no it's there there's no damage in forza where it's like you sneeze on your truck wrong and this one it's like oh actually that's undrivable now (laughs) i'm actually dead now find another (laughs) truck the uh the can i can we talk about like the vibe of this game real quick oh yeah hit me very weird um (laughs) i i don't know who this game is meant for me neither that was my (laughs) big takeaway from the game is who who is who is the person that they want to play this game? Like I, I kind of understand farming simulator. Like yeah, yeah who yeah. wants to play farms? I get that. But like, are they going for like ice road trucker enthusiasts? Are they going for like just that that kid inside all of us who wanted to one day be a truck driver and drive the big old fucking truck down the freeway all goddamn day? Like who who is this for? The sort of odd thing is that like if if you were making a game for the kid who wanted to be a trucker, you're either going to go with trucking simulator. Or mm-hmm. you're going to go with something, I, I guess, Forza, where like driving is such a breeze, mm-hmm. where it's just the joy of being in a very cool car. Yeah. Whereas this one, on one hand, makes driving really difficult. Like you really have to plot your routes. <laughs> and it is yeah. not an easy thing to do. It's like, yeah. it, it's not easy to go anywhere, or do anything. But also the tone of the game is so weird, where like, it's just this kind of like deep Southern Americana 
going on in the game. Mm-hmm. I have a song from the the game that I would like to play, and like, I'm, <laughs> let, let me just show you what the song is. I'll put like what I think should be said <laughs> over the the song. Uh huh. For like maybe a more appropriate commercial for this game, but sure. Let, let me let me show you. Let's hear it. This one's called Mi- Michigan Garage. I think it's just the mm. song that plays in your garage. Hey gamers, you ever been outside Michigan city limits without a do or a Dorito to your name? Us ice road truckers are going to get that done for you. Don't worry. You and Master Chief are going to have a whole weekend (laughs) full of dew and Doritos. It might be snowy and the roads might be muddy. But Dagnabbit, you got the best damn mud boys on the case. We're going to rebuild that bridge and get you your goddamn deal. Let's finish this fight. Let's finish, finish the fight, baby. Like, that's, this is real music from the video game. See, it's it's funny that you did that voice because that just reminds me of, like, mid-2000s Ford truck commercials. <laughs> yes, no, it's just a truck commercial. Like, all yeah. of the music is just a truck commercial. <laughs> like, you were doing the voiceover of the Ford truck salesman guy on TV. Was <laughs> yes. like, oh, yeah, built Ford tough. Here, hold on. Let's, let's, let's roll that back one more time. <laughs> I got a big old fucking truck, dude. I spent nearly as much as it cost to, to have a, a Tesla, but I got a goddamn truck instead. It gets two miles to the gallon. I'm ensuring that Mother Earth will go down in a ball of flames just by driving this hellish monster with four wheels. And yeah, I live in New York City, too. <laughs> it is totally unrealistic for me to have this vehicle in this place. No parking spot accommodates the width of my vehicle. <laughs> but God damn it, I do want to drive this big car. You can almost say anything. If you say it in it, that gravelly voice, like you can, you most, can say anything. The most boring shit would still be cool. <laughs> you know the way they get you with DoorDash is that you order 10 bucks of Chipotle and they tack on 12 more dollars of fees. Ah, oh, dude, it's the worst. <laughs> what even is a delivery fee? Is that going to the driver? I oh can't tell. God. Oh my God, dude. I think I'm what getting... we're... <laughs> Sorry, God. I think we're tapping into the, to the next wave of politicians right now. <laughs> this is going to be the future of politics where it's just a voiceover across over some sort of just ridiculous mm-hmm. like music and backdrop and yeah, the politician dude. is is the politician is that that's all it is yes no, it's just brainwashing <laughs> maybe we gotta flip this maybe we gotta take it back hey you should love your neighbor <laughs> who should really own the fruits of your labor should the excess labor that you derive for a company go to you or the person you work for Seems a little weird for me, the boss man, to be making ten times what you're making as a cool-ass snow trucker. Maybe it's time to unionize. Yeah, you're the one doing the damn work. You should get the money. <laughs> yeah, let's, we could we could do that. That's better. We got we got something here. We got something here for sure. I think so too. Um. <laughs> anyway, so the, the point being, the tone of the game is very weird. Like 
it is this like damn near simulation game yeah. with the 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 veneer of this kind of like good old boys let's just fucking get the job done sort of <laughs> uh uh vibe to it when i was playing this game i i just in the back of my head just kept on playing the epilogue to red dead redemption in my mind where they're building the house <laughs> and that song yeah, in the yeah. background is playing that was what this whole game felt like to me <laughs> kind of yeah just like let's figure it out and build it man let's do it let's use our hands let's be some dudes doing things with our hands and there's some music yeah that's that's kind of, that's i think that's the vibe of it's the game it's kind of it so i guess it's worth pointing out that the way that you like progress in this game is that you take on contracts that are like offered from the the i don't know like companies they just have random nameless companies that they talk about and uh you eventually just like make money from taking stuff from one place to another you you trucking <laughs> you truck baby <laughs> Yeah, so you eventually do enough of those missions, you can buy more trucks, you can get better stuff, and like it makes it easier for you to go from place to place. There's like multiple locations. You can it it starts in Michigan, then goes to Alaska. I think there's a Russian location as well. Mm, uh, if yeah. if the Joe video uh, review is to believed, we got Michigan, Alaska, Russia, and my house and my house, <laughs> which is pretty cool for a big kith. Major, major kiss. I'm a sorry. major kiss. Major kisses. That was a major league smush, as the <laughs> the great Jerry Reynolds would say. A triple, a triple A smush. Triple Love A that. smush. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I'm not talking about this game. Like, I feel like I'm saying words, and I'm not saying enough about <laughs> Snow Runner, and that sort I, of is. <laughs> The vortex that this game creates, like I, I, I think it's appropriate, honestly. I, yeah, <laughs> I think it's appropriate. As I played, a, a, not a huge amount, but a decent amount of this game, and I still, yeah. I still don't really know what happened. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's no plot beats to be spoken of, but like, yeah, I also had a similar experience where, like, I think I, I think I enjoyed myself. Like, I, I'm glad that I played Death Stranding first and then this game. Uh huh. Um, because I think like going into this game cold would have been like that's eh, interesting, but a little weird. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Death Stranding delivers on the promise of having a very intense traversal mechanic. Yeah, that also delivers with story, whereas this one is mostly just the mechanics of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's totally fine. But go back to Rufus. Is this is this a ge- a good game then, Chase? It doesn't have a story. It's just mechanics, <laughs> baby. I think it is just not my game of the year. Is, mm. is is the difference fair enough as the crow flies rufus i'm re- i'm responding to your messages on discord while we are recording this episode so a little shout out a little uh, uh inclusion of the listener mm-hmm. so i like this game i had i had a fun time it felt like i was wrestling the car a lot of the yes. time like yes. it felt like car wrestling because the car just would never do what i wanted it to do and i just kind of mm-hmm. had to figure out the way to make it this is gonna sound bad but submit to my will <laughs> Sure. I mean, it's a machine. It's a machine. And it just wasn't doing what I wanted it to do, which was frustrating sometimes, especially just in the mud, in the mud, just really (laughs) got me in the beginning. I got got stuck quite a bit. And you definitely, you said you rolled your car a lot in this game too. Oh my God, dude, constantly. Yeah. You like, there's a mechanic where if you get stuck in the mud, you can uh, use a winch to like- Yeah, winch yourself uh, out. Attach to like a tree or a branch or something and pull your car out. And I thought that that was like a very cool mechanic that added so i was just i was winching all over the place i was like oh i'm totally good and winch <laughs> you were just using like the grapple hook and instant halo infinite i was yeah no i was like i'm good we're good here i'll just winch to whatever 
Um, whereas uh, I winched to the side of my car to another tree, pulled the winch, flipped my car. Mm. I did that often. There was a couple times where I was like, okay, I'm not going to do it this time, and just immediately flipped flipped whatever truck I was in. So it's it's dangerous. <laughs> you would describe this game as the Dark Souls of trucking games. Uh-huh. I, I, I agree with that. It's hard. Like <laughs> You got to learn the lesson that it's trying to teach you. <laughs> Yeah, you can't just play this game. You have to play it the way it wants to be played. Yeah, no, you definitely, like, you gotta accommodate its rules. Yeah. I was checking for, like, is there a difficulty slider in this game? There is not. You will Ooh. not You will not be uh, not learning these lessons. You have to. I mean, that's in keeping with the vibe. The boys gotta learn. <laughs> gotta learn the... Here, hold on. Um, Let me just... Uh... Boys gotta learn the harsh realities of the Michigan road. There's mud, snow... And all sorts of nasty stuff that's gonna flip your damn truck right over. People call people call these roads the dark souls of roads. Me, I just call them home. Buy a Ford F-150 this winter. <laughs> that's it. That's really what it is. It's a car ad. It's a car. Why ad, is yeah. that so good? That has no that has no business <laughs> being that good. I know. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good. That's just like a, a garage a song that they add. That's just that's just old Chim picking at his guitar in his garage. Wait, we just Ch- recorded that. Chim? Yeah. Is that a is that a, a variant of mine? Are we scrolling? It's, it's a, it's a variant of Chet. It's, <laughs> okay, it's sure. It's banjo guitar playing Chet. It's Chim Chem, Chem, <laughs> Chem slapback. Chem pluck strings. Chem you know, the... pluck strings. Chem just... six strings. <laughs> Okay, that's much better. Chem six strings rules. Chem <laughs> Chem Black strings is his weird cousin that he sometimes invites to the shows. Chem six strings versus Chet the Rat. Who will emerge victorious? I'm gonna go ahead and say Chet. Chet's like a fucked up Cthulian horror, but at the same time, I don't know that Chet knows how to play guitar that good. He doesn't. Maybe it's gonna be like who is that? The 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 man who soothed the savage beast with the. The harp or the lyre or whatever it was in Greek mythology. I was looking down the barrel of Cthulian horror. My mind was flayed. But I just played these here six strings as best as I could. Chet the rat quaked in his boots. Oh, <laughs> as soon as he did, I got in my beautiful 2022 F Ford F-150 <laughs> and drove away. Because that's what F F-150 is F Ford F-150. The F stands for fucking my fucking <laughs> Ford F-150. It actually stands for Ford. There's two Fords in that one. Ford? Ford double Ford. Ford, my Ford F-150. My Ford, Ford F-150. This is a Ford that's made by Ford. <laughs> this is a challenging segment. I'm having a hard time talking about <laughs> I mean, Christ alive. there's a lot of good things about it. You can switch from all-wheel drive to... You can <laughs> rear wheel drive depending on the situation if you're in like deep mud you're gonna want that all-wheel yes. drive you need that full that four points of traction baby four points That's of true. power to get out otherwise you're gonna get stuck and you're gonna winch yourself over like chase did like i do i flip my flip my truck every time make sure that you take your handbrake off otherwise you ain't going nowhere gotta release the handbrake baby you gotta that's do true. it yeah i think i mean that's that's most of it it's just it's the game is just very realistic with the terrain and the effect of 
of intense terrain on your car and you have to you really have to think about how you're going to attack segments like am i gonna go fast am i gonna go slow am i all-wheel drive no wheel drive am i gonna have to winch myself out of this how do i do that safely what car should i use do i get a bigger truck do i need a bigger truck do i need to get more money to get a bigger truck those are the kind of questions (laughs) this game makes you ask it's a it's it's a fun video game. This it's game. surprisingly fun. I was fully expecting to not enjoy this at all. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I, I like how similar it is to Death Stranding. It's a, it's a fun sort of connection. This and Mech Warrior also felt oddly similar. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mech, Mech Warrior is just a sci-fi space snow runner. <laughs> That's where all the snow runners went at the, after the 2500s. They went into space as Mech Warriors. <laughs> My pappy was born in the United States, but me, I'm a mech warrior. Learn to drive this beautiful 2030 FF Ford F-150. <laughs> but now, me, I drive mechs. Also made by Ford. <laughs> my, my Ford F-150 mech assault class weapon. <laughs> With a Hemi, I guess. I, I, I don't know enough about cars, dude. I'm so, I'm sorry, listener. I feel like I've overdone that joke now, but it's, it's really I'm satisfying. still enjoying it. It's still very satisfying. I'm enjoying it. I also yeah. like how his dad was born in the United States, but then he's a mech warrior. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different place. It's totally different. <laughs> Fun re-listening. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I am a mech warrior. I've, I, I, I exist beyond mech. countries. <laughs> Listen, I I don't know what else to say about SnowRunner. This is a fun video game that came out that I thought was going to be not so good. This this game is on fucking Game Pass. You should try it if you have Game Pass. It's good. Yeah. It's it's at it's at least worth an hour or two of your time just to see if you like it. Get through the tutorial yeah. and see if this is like anything you're interested in. Yeah, exactly. If you like if you like down home Americana type of games, <laughs> if you're a real American, if you're a real mech warrior, and you don't like Holly Weird, you should play this game. Or even if you do like Holly Weird, just play, just play it. It's a fun game. It's, fun it's game. still a fun game, it's regardless fun of game, your regardless. opinions on Holly Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still good. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about uh, SnowRunner? I do not. I think I do, but I don't know how to say them. I don't know if you can say them without playing that music in the background, Chase. That's true. It's so tempting. I think you're broken. I think I you're think a little broken, broken at this point. <laughs> I'm going to pull up Elden Ring next year and be like, I just got my big old sword going to go clang and fight these Cthulian horrors. You're just going to walk around on your your first day at the job and just be like, hey, I'm Chut Buppy. I know how to do JavaScript pretty well. Chem? What was his name? Chem? Chem Six Strings. We are on Twitter. True. You can tweet us at Podtimism. Mm-hmm. We're there. Mm-hmm. Interact with us. You mm-hmm. can email us, podtimism at gmail.com, if you prefer that method of communication. True. Uh, we're on TikTok. I don't know if Chase has posted anything recently, but go look at our talks, our ticks. What do they call them? Videos? Our content? Just look at our content. Let's say that. <laughs> You know, if you really want to help us out, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can just like like or subscribe or whatever it is on any on your your podcasting app of choice. That's mm-hmm. great. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you if you want to just like talk to a friend, be like, hey, there's kind of this cool podcast that I'm into. <laughs> it's called Video Game Potimism. Yeah. It's the it's the video game variety hour with two best friends. Yeah. And just see if they like it. If not, it's... great. If they yeah. do, great. Also great. <laughs> yeah. Just just spread 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 the word if you feel so inclined. And thank you. Thank also you. Also thank you. Also thank you for for listening to us. We really appreciate it that you would stick around to hear Chase do uh, the same joke. I think probably six or seven times. <laughs> Five, but six, something was, like that. It was excellent each time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, <laughs> I think we can keep that one run for a bit. At least with Chem six strings attached to it. Chem six strings. I was just worried that we weren't making enough new characters. This is a Chem six strings joint. <laughs> and then here comes Chem strolling into my life. <laughs> He's here, baby. You never know when you might meet the love of your life. Also, hey, Scott Wilkinson, thank you for your work on our oh, art. Yes, our Scout, podcast. Thank art. you so much. It looks beautiful. Looks Each incredible. Time I see it. Each time Great. it pops up in my my podcast feed, I'm like, whoa. That's ours? And the answer is yes, it is. It 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 imbues my eyes with the essence of podtimism when I when I gaze upon it. Truly. Which is it's it's shocking. Amazing that somebody can do that. Again, still yes. high on art, David. You are injecting podtimism into me ocularly. Damn, that was a cool sentence just now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank doesn't, you. Doesn't even need the Michigan garage music behind it. That was just cool. I think I'll anytime I have the chance to say ocularly always good right yeah no i get that i get that all right uh chase do you have any gaming wisdom for the week i do and it is going to take every fiber of my being (laughs) to not play the michigan garage (laughs) music from snow renner official soundtrack youtube.com to play it is that your wisdom this week is sometimes you need to have some (laughs) self-restraint sometimes you really want to play the Michigan Garage SnowRunner official soundtrack at YouTube.com video over your podcast. Uh-huh. But you're not really sure how many times legally you can get away with playing somebody else's music. Yeah. Oh, oh sure. And you think maybe seven or eight might be the limit. There's probably a more realistic limit at like one, uh-huh. closer to one. <laughs> But maybe seven or eight is it. And you just, you don't want to be that guy who's like wearing out the joke. You know, like when you get to the end of a podcast and you're like, mm, I wish I had like one or two more instances of the same joke. They're like, ah, oh, man, I wish, I wish I had more of that same joke here. I wish, I wish they really drove that one to the ground. Mm. You don't want to be that person. You want to be the person that, that, they, that they're, or your listeners want to be that person when they get to the end of your podcast and they're like, could have used like one more. I I'd leave leave you a little wanting. You want a little bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it coming? <laughs> anyway, this has been fucking video game optimism. <laughs> the Optimists video game variety show. Wow, hold on, pause. That was powerful. I felt power running through my veins saying that sentence. <laughs> that was <And> some <laughs> real shit. That was, it really is imbuing you with the power of Shem six strings. <laughs> wow. It's I thought that was going to be a joke. <laughs> Jesus, dude. This is some like, well, uh, fucking Zant from a Twilight Princess, like oh imbuing, imbued with Ganon or whatever. Damn, I feel strong right now. Isn't, isn't your dad from Iowa? My dad is, is, he did grow up in Iowa. That is true. It's kind of close to Michigan. I think I think this is just resonating with your blood, Chase. Yeah, Chem Chem is no myth. 
Chem was my grandpa. Mm. <laughs> is Chem a real name? It is now, baby. I think much like Chut Buttby, Chem is not a real word. I'm feeling a lot of ways. We talked about Halo for like an hour, and then I just sort of blacked out, and Chem was the, <laughs> the shadow that was standing in my place. I, I blacked out, woke up, and I saw a shadowy figure lurking <laughs> away from me. Playing a mean guitar lick and revving his F Ford F-150. <laughs> Are you is is Chem six strings Darth Revan and you're the protagonist of Kotor of Kotor? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Like <laughs> I used to be as good as Chem on guitar, but I forgot no, I have you, you now Jesus. Sorry. Chem. You were Chem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Wow, that would have been a twist if I am Chem. Mm. Maybe that's why the Michigan Garage Snowrunner OST YouTube.com is speaking to me so much. It's just like it's as though I'm speaking to myself from another life. The whispers of the past are reaching out to grieve me once again. When is in the, the last the last Star Wars movie? They called like a die a dyad of the Force, <laughs> some shit like that. See you in Shem, baby. <laughs> see you in Shem. Uh, anyway, see you next week for the Goaties. <laughs> see you then. <laughs> see ya. Bye. <laughs>